You'd say you've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything You've got to be your own man Going all above it on a string You know, so the reasoning uh, for taking down the Marsden Point uh, oil refinery is uh, th- I think I think it's something about the environment, but they they I I don't think that the government could have chosen a worse a worse time to do this because you you, you know about the war that we, I don't know how much oil Russia you know used to supply us but because of the sanctions they're not they're not supplying us with it and the the oil the fuel prices have gone through the roof and now we're taking down our only oil refinery in the whole country the news haven't the news haven't uh you know put this out as a scandal yet so if everybody what this is such a stupid idea i don't think that even the people who didn't believe that you know ma- the people who believe that mandating the vaccines was a good idea i don't th- I, I i i think this is just i think this is just too much of a stupid idea for them to agree that yes we should demolish the oil refinery our only oil refinery that's a really good idea. No, it's not. We can. I'm pretty sure that everybody can. I'm pretty sure that nobody can say that this is a good idea, which is a good thing. Because when they open up to these ideas, then they start to open up to these ideas, and then we get our freedoms back. We. But self-reliance. Self-reliance is key, cause no, cause we got to look after ourselves. Cause nobody else is gonna fight for us. Nobody else is going to fight for us. We're going to fight for ourselves. We're going to put ourselves above others. So what I'm talking about tonight is I do a lot of research work. Um, I've got a legal background. I am in the steering committee for VFF in um, Whangarei here. Very proud to be part of it. And um, thank you. Um, So I'm here to talk about something you've never heard of, guaranteed. I hadn't heard about it. I do a lot of research. And it is called ESG. Now, that's an acronym for Environmental, Social and Governance. And I'm going to explain. So if you're in business, so eventually, so if you're a business, and this is going to pertain eventually to individual customers or individual people, um, you will be assigned a credit score based on three aspects. Your overall level of compliance and obedience will determine your ultimate score. Sounds like China. Okay, this is happening. This is in the banks here now, folks. If your score is unacceptable to the bank, you won't be able to access credit loans and other financial products we currently take for granted. This regime will seamlessly merge with a social credit system and digital IDs. The The testing ground for digital IDs has already been established with QR scanning and my vaccine pass, with a surprising majority showing compliance and submission, as we know. Okay, our main banks are currently implementing the system. I believe our building societies are following suit. Now, this isn't more important than all the issues that we've been struggling over for the last uh, two years but it's certainly the most pertinent right now. If you're watching the uh, mainstream dildos that are talking at the moment right now, they're, uh, they're, they're repeating this. Food crisis, food crisis, fuel crisis, fuel crisis, war. All right? 
Now we've got to pay a little bit of attention to that because they're seeding, they're normalising the struggles to come. Now we could pay attention to that and we could huddle and cower and do nothing about it or we could do something that we haven't done in decades. Do something about it before it's too late. All right? We've heard this narrative repeated out there over and over and over again. It's too late to save the refinery. Everything's already done. The operators aren't saying that. If there's anybody that knows that refinery intimately, it's them. Those are the only individuals that you should listen to when it comes to the fat lady singing. And they're saying the fat lady hasn't sung yet. Right? And so we're going to go with that. Fat lady hasn't sung yet. If we don't have some way to get energy independence, we're going to get left off the map. We always do. People are going to stop caring about Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit when it comes to supplying us with refined fuel in the middle of a war. If we don't take care of ourselves first, nobody else is going to. You don't have the capacity to take care of others unless you're taking care of your own house first. And that's what the refinery issue is in a nutshell. If anyone out there has anything that can rebut what our point is, bring it. I don't care what it is. We ain't going to hide your comments. We ain't going to hide your argument. We're going to take it on head on. Come on down here. Calvin started something here ages ago. Look at it grow now. And every year it's just going to get bigger. Every month. Every week. And all of you will be the change that this country deserves. Look, I'm one person. But real, but real change comes from everybody doing their part. The most important thing that I see out here is the potential for brilliant sparks in all of you. And the only way we overcome this unbelievable wrong is if all of you are unbelievably right. When I saw that our government, our Prime Minister, stood in front of the country and said this is a safe vaccine, everybody should have it, my heart just sunk and I, and I just thought, oh my goodness. Even at that stage, I knew she was lying to the people of New Zealand because I can tell you, no treatment is safe for everybody. Because, because everybody, everyone in this room has got a different genetic makeup. We have got predispositions. We have got genes that aren't very, very well in our bodies or defective. And every time that you have a medication of any type, you can have a reaction to it, including myself. Now, I was asked by Linda Wharton to come on board with the Health Forum NZ because they were just getting inundated with people with vaccine injured. So I came up with a solution, all right, of how we're going to manage these people. So what I did, I wrote up a guide, all right, a two-page guide of how to put in a claim with ACC and to give people the power, all right, to walk into their GP's office and say, I have had a vaccine injury. And so as of that date, you know, when I started to do that, we were getting some good claims coming through. We were getting those claims accepted because people were insisting that their GP lodge their claims. 
just I got told last week, you know, a man who had severe tinnitus, all right, which people, most people, you may not know what it is, but it's severe ringing in your ear. A lot, probably about 80% of people who've got vaccine injured have ended up with this condition. He got his claim accepted by ACC because we got the right advocate and we got the right physician behind him. And that's what you need to do. Don't ever, ever be put off or your family members or your friends when they say, I put in a claim and I was turned away. We have got help out there. We've got solicitors, we've got lawyers, and we've got advocates who can fight on your behalf. We also have the right to, free, uh, to peaceful assembly. Well, in Wellington, we were peaceful. But what happened? That's right, thugs arrived and they were anything but peaceful. And the uh, propaganda they put over the TV was just absolutely diabolical. But we've got all the video evidence. Everyone has seen a lot of what went on and they can see that it was completely peaceful. The other thing is um, freedom of thought, conscience and religion. Now with this new, with these new laws they want to actually um, bring about, they actually want to make thought a crime. So if they, if they think that you might decide to be a terrorist or something, not that they've got any evidence to get you, you might actually have a gun licence or something. Suddenly you're a terrorist because you might think that the government is a terrible, terrible institution. Well, um, unfortunately you're not allowed to have those sort of thoughts anymore. So... Um, What's coming is that they're going to find any sort of reason, if you disagree with what the government is doing, to actually um, kidnap you. Now, we have an election every so often, but does anybody here think that our elections were fair the last time? No, so our, 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 um, our voting system has been corrupted, just like in America. So there's not much point voting for anything because they've actually um, uh, hoodwinked the whole lot. Jacinda's actually legalised discrimination in our country. You're allowed to pimp on those who actually happen to walk down the road or put a flyer in their mailbox during lockdown or walk their dog or have a different of opinion or, or decide, God forbid, they won't get a vaccine. All our rights have been completely scrambled and yet um, Chris Hipkins thinks that they're fair in their right on what they're doing. So it just shows them that these people who've been a part of the World Economic Forum, gone through their training, are, are totally insane. And the other thing is freedom of religion. Well, would you ever have believed that they were going to shut the churches down? I mean... You know, the churches, in times of war or stress, the churches are the ones who actually go and help people. You know, the elderly who are locked in. You know, these people, you know, like, a lot of, lot of family don't have someone that lives next to them. But you're not allowed to go to the next door neighbour and see if your neighbour's okay even. Because, you know, you're meant to be locked in your house and in your bubble and all that sort of stuff. So a lot of people became very depressed and men very mentally unwell because they were alienated from their friends, their family and everything else, especially those poor elderly people who were in rest homes and their families weren't allowed to visit. 
uh, which was absolutely disgraceful. You know, they, they've spent their whole lives supporting our country and this is how we treat them in their old age when they're on their last legs. It was just absolutely diabolical. So I wrote this three years ago. Um, this is my truth from my perspective three years ago. We as humans need to be woken up. I feel as though we are deafened from nature. Humans are one race and always has, has been. We live as though our emotions determine our lives and feel as though it's uncontrollable. But the fact is, it is controllable. As a race, we have fallen back so far, we are so blinded, there is no reality to it. We are more powerful than we think, so powerful we've manifested more destruction than good. As a race, instead of working together to grow, we choose to see each other's differences. Our colour, religion, nationalities that are splitting us to work as one. As a race, we kill each other, torture our beloved animals of this beautiful world that has been given to us to look after. I'd like to think we were put here for a reason. I feel if every human, if they go deep inside, have the ability to rewire what we manifest to ourselves and each other, but choose not to see it as comfortability in our, and their strict surroundings of our own illusions stop our growth of maturity. So the, those of you who don't know what I, who I am, Matt King's my name. I was a politician for one term, so I'm very much a beginner. I learnt a lot when I was in Parliament about how things operate. Any incoming government, doesn't matter what the law says, enshrined or not, one vote in the majority and they can reverse whatever law what was previously passed. So we have no constitution, we have a Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights used to be relatively um, respected. It's been walked over for the last few years um, like, like I've never seen it before. I think what we've found from what's been happening lately is the need for us to be very uh, look at being self-sufficient. The oil and gas, um, the oil and gas exploration ban that came out in the first year that I was in Parliament, for me was well for all of us was actually a real shock to the system that they had not even consulted the industry or the people or find out what the consequences were when they did that. And those are on, and that's why. Things like the refinery now are, are, are we're just losing all our, all our critical infrastructure and our strategic assets. Um, and so these guys have just gone hell for leather. If you wanted to divide and bankrupt the country, what would you do any different from what this government are doing? Go to counterspinmedia.com. Hey, have you guys seen?